The Natural Hat Trick, hosted by Luke Lipinski and Craig Morgan. Welcome into episode 263 of the Natural Hat Trick podcast alongside Craig Morgan. Is that really the number? I mean, nobody can ever truly prove that it is. I don't think they care, actually. So, no, it's that's just for me. Um, and alongside nobody else, I'm Luke Lipinski, but we do have a couple familiar names joining us on the show today, all the way from the Czech Republic, Radim Verbata and Martin Hansel. Yeah, very excited to talk to them both, obviously. Well, Verbi is now a friend of the show because this is the second time he has done the Natural Hat Trick podcast, but great to have Marty in uh, on the uh you know, on the heels of his announcement of a retirement, we'll, we'll get to talk to them about a variety of topics. We'll go way beyond his retirement and even the Coyotes. So that'll be a fun interview. Should we mention the technical difficulties we have at the beginning of this? Well, we I, I think you just did. So thank you. Oh, oh, oops. Uh, yeah, you have a great story up on Marty and his retirement on uh, AZ Coyotes Insider. And I direct everybody uh, there to read it. It's, it's very good, very insightful. Yeah, those, those technical difficulties were bizarre. Um, there were... At one point, three of me on the uh, Zoom call, and I don't four. know how that happened. It was four? Okay. Yeah. So I was cloned, and I could hear multiple voices speaking. It was bizarre. <laughs> it was it was terrifying. Um, what was one by story? one, I removed them all. Yeah. You know, as I figured we out talking. which one was the real me. It took some time to zero <laughs> in like- on the real me, and I eliminated the others. It was like one of those horror movies where you end up in like the the haunted house at the carnival that has like all the mirrors and you're just like, oh, there's Craig. No, there's Craig. So at one point, the screen was Verby, Marty, me, Craig, 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 and Craig. Yes. It It was so weird. I have no idea why it happened. I've never seen that on Zoom before. And can you, before we hit the interview here, can you explain to everybody again why you had to switch uh, computers this week? And that's probably why we had the technical difficulties. Yeah, I I don't think I've, uh, I I sort of alluded to it on Twitter, but uh, I was working on my MacBook and I had a bowl of cereal in my hands. Cocoa Puffs, if you must know. I must. It's a a weakness of mine. And my daughter has rekindled that weakness because she loves them too. And as I stood up, to bring the bowl, which had no Cocoa Puffs left in it, by the way, just a little bit of milk. Oh. I didn't know my dog was under me at, in the table, and she freaked out, and I lost hold of the bowl, and some milk spilled on my keyboard, and my MacBook was dead. Oh, that's it. It's dead. It's not coming back. Oh. I am currently working on the computer that we just bought for my daughter, which she will inherit very shortly as soon as I get my new MacBook. Um. Quickly, before we get to the interview, have you ever tried mixing Cocoa Puffs with the Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs? I have not. Oh, Are you recommending on. this? Yeah, I'm not just recommending it. I'm demanding it. Yeah. You're just saying yeah, I'm you, an idiot for never trying it before. Well, no, you're an idiot for pouring your milk on your laptop. But oh, I'm saying that. that now going forward, you should mix these two cereals. That's, that's <laughs> the way to do it. Imagine delivering that news to your wife when she comes through the door. I need a new computer. Why? Um, okay. Yeah. Here's how it went down. <laughs> Funny story. Glad you asked. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, let's, let's get to these guys. Uh, we are joined by two of the, uh, I, I would say two of the fan favorites of the Arizona Coyotes slash Phoenix Coyotes over the last decade or so. Redim Verbata, Martin Hansel, both uh, on the line, all the way from the Czech Republic. Gentlemen, first of all, thanks for taking the time to join us today. How are you guys doing? Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. For sure. Thanks for having us. 
it's been kind of a crazy year. I, I, I think that's safe to say. Uh, Craig, I don't even know if you're still here. Are you here? I'm still here. Okay. Well, I guess uh, let, let's just start with, uh, with, uh, with Verbi. Let's, what, what have you been up to since the last time we saw you? Well, it's like four years ago, right? So do, do, we, do we have enough time to go through it now? Okay, how about what are you up to right now? How's that? Well, right now we are, we are in lockdown here in, 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 in Czech because of COVID. So uh, not much going on right now. Just, you know, trying to take care of kids and, and uh, just wait this thing out and hope for, for better days, I guess. Marty, you uh, you are freshly retired from the NHL. What's retired life like? Lots of drinking, <laughs> <laughs> especially especially right now in the lockdown mode. There's nothing else I can do anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> How are you guys managing the kids right now? Yeah, uh, that's that's tough. That's that's probably the worst thing that uh, you know. They can be in school. They have no hockey or, or any other, you know, things that they can do. So, you know, it's um, it's homeschooling. You know, this is the second wave. You know, we we went we went through it in the spring, which was not that bad because the weather was good. You could be outside. You know, now it's now it's a little different. So, um, no, not easy, and especially for kids. You know, because they 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 can do their their normal things electronics as babysitters how, how are you managing this uh when when they're coming to you and, and demanding things all the time yeah I, we gave up on that there's there's uh <laughs> xbox going on there's uh nintendo everything is is on fire right now <laughs> marty you were coaching your your kid right yes i was how's that going or how was it going i guess <laughs> it was fun that was a. Uh... <clears throat> Well, he's still young. He's uh, he turned eight in uh, January, so that was. I, I wouldn't call it coaching. I would say it's more teaching <laughs> how to behave because they were all over the place, didn't listen, didn't pay attention. But now it's getting <laughs> a little bit better, and uh, but again, we are in a lockdown mode, so there's they shut down the hockey right now. So we play PlayStation. That's it. <laughs> I got to pause for a minute here. People are not seeing what we're seeing right now. Um, Marty, you got some kind of fish tank behind you right now. Ah, it's my pets right there. It's a, it's a shark tank. <laughs> it's a giant fish tank. Yeah, I love fish. I love fish. I have a fish tank. I have a small lake behind my house. So I was always into fishing. What, They're low what maintenance it? pets. Yeah. When you guys, when you guys go back to the, the Czech Republic, I mean, after playing in the NHL, is it, it's not like you guys are the only NHL players from the Czech Republic, but that's not, you know, is it, that's gotta be a big deal when you go back. Maybe first, first couple of weeks or, or when you're still playing, but once, once you retire, you know, uh, people get used to you, you know, uh, Marty's coaching his, his kids. So he's at the ring. I'm, I'm coaching my oldest and and I'm involved in my with my hometown team so people get used to and you know uh, I know those people for years you know so it's 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 um, not that big of a deal if if somebody who's currently playing in the NHL you know like Pastrnak if he shows up at at our ring I think that would be a big deal but I think they're pretty used to me uh, in my town 
Well, I'm freshly retired, so I'm pretty much still a big deal here. Big deal, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> Probably a couple more months, I'll be dead too. <laughs> Do you guys miss it at all? I mean, I've talked to some former players, and they're kind of like, I, you know, there's there's some. Obviously, I think Shane Doan's still playing adult league hockey in Scottsdale, but then you talk to some guys, and they're like, no, I'm I don't need to get back on the ice for a long time. Uh, I don't miss the grind. Like I, I don't, I don't. I don't miss the game and that that pressure of of being you know on on top of your game every day. But I'm on the ice with with my son every day, so I get that feel of ice, or I was getting that feel of ice pretty much every day. So that that, that that's good, and uh, you know I I got asked uh, here to play in those slower league uh, games, you know, and and beer leagues fun games I always said no I only said yes once to Marty and after the experience uh I'm glad I don't have to play anymore or anything <laughs> all right we, we gotta we gotta dive into this game now and how this all came about first of all Marty what made you decide you wanted to start a team yeah I was probably a couple of my friends they asked me if we want to do a beer league team <clears throat> and um I talked to my brother because I never played with my brother on the same team. So I was thinking it could be a good idea so parents could see us play together. And yeah, this is how it started. Do you do you think these guys like being referred to as a beer league? It is a beer league, literally. It's, it's, it's literally a beer league. <laughs> we are sponsored by beer company. <laughs> oh, this is priceless. Do you right, have how to, did you how did you rope these guys into coming down and playing a game with you? I still can't believe they came. They <laughs> played the game. Me too. I don't know. They must really like me. I don't know. <laughs> when you guys play in that league, like, do you have to? You can't go full speed, right? You're going to be skating circles around everybody. Like I talked to Donor a few months ago, and he said he he never steps into a shot because he's afraid he's going to hurt somebody. But somebody threw him a perfect pass on a one timer and he couldn't help it and he just laid into it and he felt bad for the rest of the game. <laughs> well, I think we were going we were going hundred percent. We had no choice, you know. The other team was uh, you know, those were twenty year old kids basically and, and they had lots of energy. So for somebody who didn't play or didn't have equipment on for, for you know, two, three years, it, it was it wasn't an easy game. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask a little bit, some of the details of that game. Uh, am I correct? Marty, you had a hat trick in this game? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. So I got to ask you, Verby. I, I asked you guys this question. I think I asked you this question privately, Verby. Was it le- legitimate that hat trick or were you guys just like spoon feeding him like he was Vladimir Putin out there? <laughs> well, there was a rule be- before the game that the first goal of that, uh, of that, for that team needs to the owner needs to score that goal right so we were setting him up for everything <laughs> <laughs> so no, we had like was, 50 shot attempts <laughs> no i think he just had three and he scored three so he's 100 percent in uh for that game but uh oh it was fun like i said you know me personally i didn't play for two or three years you know so first period it was just trying to not get hurt and once once we settled in and I think we, you could, you could see that, you know, there were some, some former NHL players, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Marty, how'd you feel out there? It hasn't been that long, obviously, since you played. 
Yeah, I was going 100%. That's why I scored a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> he was going probably 25. But uh, no, I felt fine. You know, it was obviously I haven't played in such a long time, but um, it felt so good and so nice playing with Verbi, Rusty, and Ben um, Sanedorost. That was. Uh, it was really fun like I enjoyed it my parents watched the game so they enjoyed it too and uh, yeah it's, it was fun and you made this thing quite an event right you had like introductions for it you had merchandise <laughs> yes we did it was of course cost a lot of money <laughs> but uh, I was <laughs> I was on YouTube too on a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and live yeah, YouTube commentators we... everything yeah it was <laughs> it was a big deal here <laughs> you guys don't mess around no. no, and and we have we will have a you like a TV show about it or not not TV show but we have like a documentary about it. So just you know if 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 we will we will be able to get it done and we will get those you know English subtitles we will we will send it to you to check it yeah. out. Yeah, we we have we have to check that. It sounds like Hard Knocks over here in the US or or twenty four seven on HBO. Right, um, it's like the classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's let's go back to when you guys were playing together on the Coyotes, and I, I, you know, the first thing I think a lot of people think is that 2012 run to the Western Conference Finals, and Coyotes made the playoffs this year for the first time since then. So that's still that's still the the top of the mountain for Coyotes fans. I mean, what stands out to you guys about that? I know that wasn't the only year in your career, but for Coyotes fans, that's a huge year. What, what stands out about 2012? I would say it was it was also the biggest. Uh or best year in our careers you know i think uh this one and and for me for myself that, that one in vancouver i think th- those two years were the the highlights and and uh this particular year, I, I think you know like those two years before you know it seems like it was against, us against everything and everybody you know and and seems like we were able to kind of block everything out on the outside and then focus on hockey and and Big credit has to go to you know to Don and and Tip and and Donor you know and and all the players in that locker room and uh, it just seems like it, it clicked and and once we got to the playoffs you know Smitty got hot and we just and we just ride with it. What are your favorite memories from twenty twelve? Yeah, as Verbi said, we were. Uh... I believe we won that Pacific Division too. We were doing really, really, really strong in the regular season, and uh, there was a lot of games we won one nothing or two one because Smitty was really hot, as Verbi said. And uh, yeah, I, I think that year was so much fun. We we uh, we play as a team and uh, we stay strong. We stay together the whole year, and in the playoff, there was uh, just one step behind. So. Walk us through the goal in game one against the Blackhawks. Uh, well, I won the face-off, obviously. Let's start with that. And uh, <laughs> I went in front of that. And, uh, I remember obviously. I wasn't even, obviously, <laughs> again. And uh, I wasn't even right in front of the goalie because I remember my kids asking me about the goal like you're teaching us something you have to stay right in front of the goalie so you can't see but you are staying a little bit aside I said well yeah sometimes that happens in games <laughs> and uh, yeah I just put my stick down and I remember 
Oki shot it and I couldn't even see the puck. He just hit my stick and I was uh, I was lucky it went in. You mentioned uh, Oki, Adrian Acoin. I mean, the year where he got set loose in the shootouts and every time he walked <laughs> up, he didn't have a move. He just fired the puck as hard as he could. Was he still using a wooden stick at that point too? Like what, what were you guys thinking on the bench? I think he's still using a wooden stick now, even if he's playing somewhere with his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a legend! Like he, I think we we were playing cards after one of those games when he scored. He's like, I don't even know why Tip sends me. Like I always close my eyes and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kept working. Yeah. Speaking of that, somebody I think somebody asked in our, our questions about uh, the patented move that you had, Verbi, in the mm. the shootout. Were you surprised? I guess that it just kept working. I mean, people had to know what was coming, and yet you could just go to that backhander and score the goal. I think it just became mind game. You know, th- th- they knew what I was going to do. I knew that they know, and there was just a question if they think I will change it up or if I will stick stick with it. You know, and I always say that if you if you do that move right and you do everything the right way, it, it usually will work. You know, I think towards the end of of, of my career, I. I I saw those guys cheating so much that I had to change it and, and go to forehand a couple of times, you know, and I think that th- threw them off even more, you know, because there was that different option for me. And, uh, but yeah, they, they, it worked. So I just kept using it. <laughs> I want to come back to the playoffs in just a minute, but I, you guys both told me that you were roommates. Um, for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. So I asked Verby this question, Marty. I said, if he had to compare you're snoring to an animal. Which animal would it be? Snail. <laughs> Verby, any thoughts? I mean, you were there many I sleepless there. nights. Uh, exactly. I, I don't know how, how uh, different animals snore, but uh, yeah, I just it, it wasn't working, and I was so happy when I when I finally hit those six hundred games and got my own room and. <laughs> <laughs> got some sleep finally just imagine how, how well i would play if i if i could sleep for for those years with marty <laughs> is that the yeah, deal I mean, 600 games and you get your own room i didn't know that that was the rule but then then i think uh after after that lockout uh 12 13 i think they they, they gave it to everybody except rookies you know so i think i hit that uh you know the, the year before with like 10, 15 games left, I was so happy. I was like, finally, I got my own room. And then, sure enough, next season, everybody had it. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's flip this around, Marty, because we haven't asked this question. What kind of roommate was Verby? Uh, <laughs> he was good. He was, no, he was good. He was always uh, watching his movies on his laptop, and uh, everything was <laughs> right I had messed everywhere. <laughs> oh, he was good. He was good to me. You guys are like yeah. the perfect odd couple on the road. I mean, oh, I mean, just first yeah, I, I had my OCD, so everything had to be at, at the right place. Marty was all over the place, so uh, it was it was like black and white. <clears throat> What's uh, some of those teams that you guys played on had had a lot of personality with Keith Yandel and and uh, Briz? I mean, Paul Bissonette. I mean. There's a lot of personalities you look back on those teams more so than than maybe most uh, NHL teams. Who were some of the craziest guys that that you guys played with in the NHL? 
<laughs> I know Luke, for I sure. <laughs> Rafi Torres. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. But, but, but we need a follow up to that. Can you tell us why? Well, he was just uh, cannonball. Like he, he, you know, oh on the God. ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the ice, he was just all over the place. In the locker room, he was always uh, making jokes, and uh, he was just a, such a fun guy to have around. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Rafi. Verbi, you have anybody else on that on that uh, list? You, of- yeah, you just you, you name few. You know, Briz, obviously, Jans, uh, Oki was fun guy. Like o- o- Oki was really funny in the dressing room, or. All those, you know, rookie dinners we had. Oki was was a key guy there, I think. Uh, well, Switz was funny, you know, when when mm. he was there those two years. Uh, Biz, obviously. He was uh, the dumbest one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely let him know. Yeah. We'll save that clip for Spitting Jiglets. Yeah, or for the first <laughs> game next year. <laughs> So we we obviously interviewed you guys a lot, and it's funny you mentioned those two guys because Brizzy, we never knew what was going to come out of his mouth when we were interviewing him. And then with with Rafi, I think a lot of reporters were actually just scared to talk to him because he had that look in his eye where you never knew what he might do to you. But uh, what about the other way around? I think Luke built this question. Was there ever a question you got sick of us asking you? Did you ever get sick of answering the same question? Uh I'll probably start. There was uh, how come you can't play eighty-two games in a regular season? Yeah. <laughs> That's for me. I was always my. I was always hurt and uh, started with my back. So that was probably this question. But I never said anything because that was part of my job. Derby. I I didn't have anything. I didn't care if you ask. I tried to answer you. You know and and. Uh, I don't think there was there was anything that would bother me too much. Uh, no, I don't think so. How, how tough is that, Marty? Because I've always sort of wondered that, and we've seen it, I think, with Oliver the last couple of years. Like, you know a guy's hurt. You know that he doesn't want to say anything because, like you said, it's part of his job, but you have to keep answering questions. If you go on social media, people are like, hey, why can't you get out there? It's like, especially if it's your back, man. Like, if it's hurt, it's hurt. What, what are you supposed to do? There is nothing you can do, to be honest. Like they uh, they sign a contract with you, they expect you to play a lot of games, and uh, if you're hurt, there is nothing you can do. You know, so it's uh, it's hard. But uh, it it was, I would say, it was part of my game because the way I played, I played physical games, so which, uh, those injuries showed up in my in my body. Yeah, we you talked a lot about it in the story that I wrote last Sunday, but I'm I'm curious. I asked you this question earlier. Um, were there times where you probably shouldn't have been out there that you still went out and played? Every back to back games, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't remember a specific one game that I would say after the game. Oh, I was so bad I couldn't play because of my back. I wouldn't. I can't remember one single game, but. The worst problem for me was after the next day. Like I was hurting probably for two, three days. That was the worst. I felt fine during the games because I usually take some shots or some pills for the pain. But the next couple of days, that was the worst feeling. 
You guys, I saw this in Craig's uh, story too, Marty. You had talked about, and obviously, Verbi, you played for Tip as well. Just, you know, what makes Dave Tippett such an effective coach? Because he's having success now with the Oilers too. And I know some of that is Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. But what about his coaching style appeals to players? I think with Tip, I, I, and I said that before that last season in NHL, I said to people here in Czech, I say, watch out for Edmonton. You know, not, not because McDavid and, and Dreisaitl, but because Tip, Tip is coming in and he will he will put them in a, in a situation where they will have their best careers, you know, or best seasons in, in their careers. And I think it, it showed, you know, Dreisaitl won the MVP and and McDavid was McDavid. Uh, I think he just knows how to use everybody on the team and, and, and use them the right way. You know, he gives them, he gives them roles and, and they can thrive in it. You know, it's not like he's asking somebody who's skilled guy to, to, to be a hitter or, or, you know, he's not asking a hitter to be a goal scorer, you know? So I, I really respect how, how, how he handles, you know, players and, and the whole group in the dressing room and and for us how, how, how that first year how, how he was able to come in and, and in like seven, ten days to put the system in place and 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 just just, you know, for us to have that that, that, that first season when you think about it, it was uh, when when he came in it was it was it was pretty incredible. Was that, that your first season is still team? the yeah I think that first team is still a record for points in Coyotes uh, franchise history right and when you think about it he literally got there like a week before the season yeah. started you know with with no training camp he had a week or ten days and and we were ready to go and I remember I think the first first game we we won in LA then we went to Pittsburgh we won there we won the game there and we just just took off and mm. um, yeah I I I love playing for him. Marty, you had to play a different style for Tip. Uh, do, do you have an equal amount of love, the fact, uh, given the fact that he threw you in front of the net and asked you to take punishment for your entire career? Well, yeah, well, I had a little, maybe a little bit different role under Wayne, but uh, you know, I think I said it before. It, like he asked me to play this role to shut down all the centermen, all the first liners, and go in front of the net, but. I think if I would say I don't want to play this role, maybe he would go somewhere else or ask somebody else, and maybe he took he would took my spot, you know. So I kind of adapt to that game, and uh, I made a NHL career on that. So I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> Who were the the toughest guys you ended up playing against? I mean, you know, I, I'm sure Crosby and, and some of those, you know, whoever Ovechkin, obviously. But are there specific guys that you lined up against? And you're like, man, I know this is gonna be a long night. Uh, back then, I would say Pavel Datsyuk. He was just from different world. I was always trying to make a move on him, and <laughs> it was just embarrassing. And uh, it was amazing because uh, if you ask me now, I would say probably McDavid because now it's all about the speed. But back then, Pavel wasn't that fast, but he was just so skilled and so smart that uh, he, he just made you look funny. You know, that was probably one of the toughest guys to play against. 
I want to ask you guys a little bit about uh, just life now after hockey. But before we do this, by the way, I pointed out your background, Marty. I don't know if you guys have noticed where Luke is right now. He's he's basically in a closet. He's in a closet, podcast. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but Marty's is like, Marty's got the fish tank, but he's got like flashing lights and stuff. He's definitely having more fun than any of us are. We have fairly normal backgrounds, except, yes, I <laughs> I, I can't say yours is normal. I, I I don't find it normal to be sitting in a closet doing a podcast. And this is every week, by the way. Well, you're sitting in front of a picture. Is it, it's a picture you painted? It's a Picasso, Luke. Oh, okay. So no. okay. All right. All right. How often do you guys get together now that you're uh, – I know you don't live that close to one another, but how often do you see each other? I think we saw – so th- th- this summer we saw each other quite a bit, I think uh, – uh, me and my family, we went down there for, for, for like a vacation in, I think July it was. Mm-hmm. So we, we saw each other there. Then, then there was that game. Then, then we saw each other uh, for dinner that we always um, get to uh, with, with the other guys that, that played in Phoenix. So yeah, we, we saw each other quite a bit, I think. Are those dinners always at that Chateau? Oh, uh, no, it was, it was this year. We usually pick a restaurant either in Prague or, or somewhere else and, and always get, get together like that, yeah. That's a pretty sweet place. Yeah, uh, it's really nice. Yeah, it's close, close, to, my, close to my town, so it, it, was a, it was a good choice. What's, uh, as far as, as if somebody, whenever we can start traveling again, somebody visits the Czech Republic. Craig, have you been there? I haven't been there. No, I have not. Okay. So you didn't, come, one of the, you didn't come for that uh, for that trip when we started the season here against Boston. I didn't uh-huh. actually. I wasn't on that trip. Wow! My cheap outlet would not pay for it. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> I know. But I have heard the stories. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like I missed out on a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to share any of those stories, Ruby. No. Okay. okay. I good move. Don't, Leave that. Right, so so back to Luke's. Fun. Well, what was that? <laughs> Don't share any stories. I walk with somewhere around here. It is what do we to need be to like see? The best place in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from Prague, which we all know we need to see at some point, I will make it to Prague. What else do we need to see in the Czech Republic? Definitely my hometown or the town I'm living in right now. <laughs> that's where Ruby yeah, comes that's... for vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the town you're living in right now, you're not on, you're not in your lake house right now. You're in your actual house uh, right now. Yeah, this is my home. This okay. is my house. No, but definitely what you need to see is probably the we have one of the best beer in the world. So probably the brewery here. That's that's pretty cool. Is that the beer that's sponsoring your team? Uh, it's a different one, but it's oh, still in my home. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's create That's some controversy I mean. here. <laughs> so the brewery there yeah. is good. What's the name of this brewery? Budějovický uh, Budvar, Budweiser, but it's it's not the same one like in the U.S. It's just the name. Okay. What else? What else in the Czech Republic? What do we need to do? <laughs> That's it. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Go to Prague, see Marty's hometown, and then we're out. Okay. What a sales job, man. Right? <laughs> uh, and see the documentary on the hockey team. We need yeah. to see that. Too. Well, that's that's all you need. Yeah, all you need to know about Czech. What about okay. cuisine? What 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 do you what what do we eat when we come to the Czech Republic? Lots of greasy foods, fried yeah, cheese. If, if, if you wanna, if you if you. Are, 
want to eat healthy, you don't eat anything here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we have those dumplings, you know, and with, with like uh, all kinds of sauces and, and I don't know, ducks and, and, and so. Yeah. What else? Greasy, you guys would greasy, never. Yeah. You guys would never be hired by the Chamber of Commerce. No, I, I don't think so. Never bring you no. on board. No, <laughs> we, are, we are we are not selling it right. I guess. <laughs> Bertie, tell us. Tell us to about keep all of us out of there. Yeah. <laughs> well, right <laughs> now, I think that I think that that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. nobody come here. We we are number one in COVID right now. <laughs> well, give us a little time. We'll catch you. Yeah, up. we'll catch you. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, all right, well, we got a, we have a few listener questions here, but I, before we get into those, I know Craig had this on on the list too. I mean, I don't remember ever asking you guys or ever hearing why you got into hockey. I mean, I know it's big in the Czech Republic, but is it is it something that your parents steered you towards, or did you just kind of always know as a kid like that's what I want to do? Because you got to know pretty early to to make it to the NHL. Well, it was it was different times you know like when we talked earlier about kids have you know all kinds of stuff right now to 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 be busy with you know they have they have laptop they have they have ipads games everything you know we didn't have that so it was for us it was it was school or to be outside playing hockey in the winter soccer tennis in the summer and and uh for me, it was between hockey and, and soccer and uh, just stick with hockey and, and I guess made the right, right, right choice. But um, back then, you know, there was not much else, you know, you were always outside playing something. And, and um, back then it was maybe also, and probably for the older, older players to just to have better life to, 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 to have a career, you know, outside of Czech because back then when I was a kid, we were still communist uh, country, and and that was a way to 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 have a better life, I guess. How about you, Marty? Yeah, it was same thing. I uh, I play hockey and soccer. I was uh, I knew right away I'm, I was terrible in soccer, so I knew I was going to be playing hockey because <laughs> I was too too tall and too slow, couldn't run. But, uh, yeah, my parents brought me to hockey because my older brother played, so I, I was just following him. Hmm. Craig, do you have anything else? I wanted want to ask Verby one other thing. verby has got this budding film career right now, and I wanted to ask him a little bit about how that's going and, and where it's going. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little project there that, that uh, we started it four years ago, you know, so we have this this company that you know we do we do stories similar to to the the players tribune you know we 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 have books you know we have kid kid books we do we do documentaries you know so it's it's getting it's getting noticed here it's getting uh, bigger and bigger so um you know hopefully hopefully keep keep keeps going what's the next project marty hansel uh well his 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 uh retirement game is 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 a project right now we are working on it literally like i i got uh, i got uh, i got the 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 footage uh last week so guys are working on it we have this we are following this soccer team here in in Czech. uh uh in the spring we we came out with that with that uh, factory on ice that that you can check out on on itunes Right. So that's about Litvinov. It's it's a, it's a it's a hockey team here in Czech that 
produced most European players out of one one city. So we, we were following them last year. So that's something to check out. But yeah, there's more and more that uh, that we are doing. So like I said, hopefully, you know, uh, keeps growing. Hmm. Good luck with that. Thank you. All right, we got we got some listener questions. I think Luke will rattle these off. We won't we won't read uh, too many of them. I think we've covered some of the material already, but let, let's fire through them. Yeah, I'll just I'll go through just a couple of them. Uh, Rose asked one that I've seen a few people ask. What do you guys miss most about Arizona? I mean, it's it's very different from where you are right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Aside from us, which goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The better for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Were you guys both good golfers, or did you both golf? I mean, you basically have to if you play in the NHL, right? Or, or you have kids. That's your or. or. <laughs> and if you're playing in the NHL, I have you have kids. You're a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. The, the weather and and just um, everything. You know, we we both lived in Scottsdale, so it's like a, I think one of the best spots in 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 US. You know, and and it's like a living in a bubble you know everything is nice everything is so neat and um so i yeah i i I miss i miss arizona uh brandon asked this is for you verby but he essentially said well you always seem to play your best in your various times with the coyotes what was it about that team or that environment that allowed you to perform at such a high level i don't know i just the right spot for me, I guess. Uh, ever since I came there, that that first year under Wayne, it was it was it was like for the first time somebody just kind of let me play play my game, you know. And and it was the same there with 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 Tip, you know. So just everything, the surroundings, the people, uh, everything just seemed to click. Did your line mates have any impact? Just, just asking. Oh well, those because yeah, of it was me. great when when when, Wits, when when Wits came that that that, that, uh, <laughs> that one year it was it, it really helped. <laughs> You're no, welcome. I, I I said so many nice things in your article about Marty. I, I you did. Did you see what he said about you? How he compared his son to you? You saw that. <laughs> Yeah, I saw you stand that. in one place and wait for someone to give you the puck. I mean, look at Verby. <laughs> he made a great that's, career out of it. He never had a hit in his entire career. <laughs> that's why I'm not going there today to, to be, you know, pumping his tires again. <laughs> I did that once and that's it. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, like you, you, you need, you need good linemen, especially for, for the, the, the way I was playing, you know, uh, and I played with Marty, I don't know, 90% of time uh, when I was in Phoenix. So, uh, he was a big part of it, and and every time we get the the third guy who could who could compliment us and, and bring something extra, that was great. Yeah, we did have a couple people write in asking what it was about the two of you on the line together that worked so well because it is obviously different styles of hockey, and sometimes you put two, two different styles together like that and it doesn't work at all. But you guys, it was pretty quick, right? I mean, you guys the the first few games you started playing together, it seemed to click. I think for me, he, he was a perfect, perfect settlement. He he was he was big. He was he was able to get you pucks. You know, he was. So I think I I think kind of complements uh, those both both styles. Where I was doing something he couldn't, and he was doing something that I couldn't, and, and we kind of make it work. You know, and like I said, when when you you had that third guy in there, uh, it, it, it we went even higher. You know. 
So, Marty, did it ever, I don't know, did it ever bug you that, you know, you had to do a lot of the dirty work and maybe not get as many of the accolades or the points as, as Furby or Wits had that season? No, it was, it was okay. Like maybe it was a little bit bug, a little bit bug, bugs me, but, uh, you know, with my style, it was almost impossible to get points like they did because I was, I had a different role and, uh, for me to was make a room for them and give them the puck, you know, and kind of be the physical player in that line, the defensive center. And so I did my job, and I, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, I would say this is the last one here from Adam. He just wondered if you guys had any specific significance to the numbers you chose or if that's just sort of the way it broke when you got to the NHL that you were 17, 11. I, I, when I was growing up here in Czech and even playing juniors in Canada, I always had 19. But when I, when I went to Colorado, there was no way that – I was getting 19 there. So uh, first they gave me 12. Um, then Mike King came, uh, just gladly gave him 12 because it, it, it you know, had no meaning to me. And, and uh, they gave me 17. So uh, then I bounced around other teams. You know, I, I, I had 19 in Carolina, 16 in Chicago. Then I got to Phoenix and they gave me 17. So I just, I just stick with it. I think it's, so it's a good number, so just stick with it. Yeah, there was no way you were getting 19 in Arizona either. So, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, how about you with 11? Uh, I started wearing that because when I was younger, I always wear 66. I don't know why, but and uh, when I went to men's team here, I started wearing 11 because my uh, we celebrate the name days here and it's on uh. 11, 11, November 11. That's why I wear this number. Hmm. Okay. All right. I, that's, that's most, and most of the other listener questions we already asked some version of Craig, do you have anything else or do we no, want to? No, I just wanted to say thanks for this guys. I know it's, it's starting to get late there in the Czech Republic too. So I appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah. Thanks guys. This was cool. Uh, From all the way no across problem. the world. Yeah, no problem. It Anytime. is always great catching up with you guys. And, well, Verbi, you've been in it four years now. But, Marty, good luck in retirement. And, again, just thanks for taking the time, always taking the time to talk to us. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, that was thanks, fun. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, sure. guys. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. Bye.